So the way that Torah says over the story of Yosef uh, becoming a king, it's very interesting. The, the Torah would say it says it very differently than we would say it if we were writing the newspapers. The Torah says it that after the story with uh, the Sarah Mashkim, then at the end of two years, then Pari had a dream. That means we would say, normally the newspapers would report, that Pari had a had Yosef become king. Because Pari had a dream and no one was able to explain his dream. And Yosef was the only one that was able to explain his dream. So therefore Yosef became king. But the Torah says not like that. The Torah says at the end of two years, which the calculation of two years was how long Yosef was supposed to be punished because he did excess hishtadlis. So therefore he was punished for two years. At the end of those two years, so now the time came for Yosef to become king. So therefore, Pari had a dream. So a person has to know how to look at the world. Do you look at the world that what you see, the reason why this and this happened is because of this and this? No. The reason why it happened is because the Banisham decided it should happen. Why? How does the Banisham play it out? So the Torah tells us, at the end of two years, Pari had a dream. If it wouldn't have been the end of two years, or if Yosef Tzadik would have had to come out earlier, Pari wouldn't have had a dream, or something else would have changed. It wasn't that Pari's dream caused Yosef to come out of jail. It was Yosef coming out of jail that caused Pari's dream. We have to be able to see the clarity, what's the cause and what is the effect. The Rabbi Shalalam is always the cause in every area. And sometimes he moves things around to bring out the effect that he wants. The Rabbi Shalalam is the cause and the Rabbi Shalom is the effect. The Rabbi Shalom is everything. That is the way the Torah looks at a story and that's the way we should be looking at our stories in life. I had a very interesting experience. I was walking uh, Friday night in a, in a uh, Goyish neighborhood, and they had, there was a, a guy who had these Mayurdika beautiful, not beautiful, Mayurdika things on his front lawn to, to celebrate his, uh, whatever he's doing in a few weeks. And they were massive. There was these huge, massive uh, plastic things of this and of this, all these wonderful things that he had on his front lawn. And we were passing by with my kids. We said, let's talk a very big. The kids would come, we were passing by the next day by day, and we, it was all, there was nothing there. So what happened? Where'd everything go? Did he move everything inside? And then we got closer, we realized that everything was on the grass. Because it was all full of air. And at night, before he goes to sleep, after he finishes watching whatever he's watching, he shuts off, puts off the machine and everything. All his Mayurdike edifices collapse. And you can't even see it. And when you pass by, you see a remnant of some plastic, piece, piece of plastic on the floor. There's a Mayurdike Limud. The tachlis of the Yamtiv of Chanukah, my father used to say, Alichtige Chanukah. He wouldn't say, Afreilich and Chanukah, Alichtige Chanukah. Well, so I never really understood. What's the Lichtige? Freilich? Freilich, you don't want to say because of the Chaga. What's, what's, the, what's the union of Alichtige Chanukah? Because the purpose of Chanukah is to be Lichtig, to be able to see things the way you are supposed to see them, to see that the Rabbeinu Shalom is the cause and the Rabbeinu Shalom is the effect. That's Alichtige Chanukah, to utilize the lights of Hanukkah at night, when it's Chayshech, you see these huge, massive things. They look so big. They look so massive. They look monstrous. Then when it comes the day, a little bit of light outside, you see that it's all a bunch of hot air and it all collapses on the ground. Like we learned in Mesachah Sukkah, Mechitza, Haimedes Beruach, is Laishma Mechitza. Something that is held up by hot air is not called a Mechitza. Every single situation that a person is faced with is a Mechitza, Haimedes Beruach. It's held up by hot air. What is that hot air? It's the Rabbi Nishalalam. 
As long as the Rebbe Nishlam wants the Mechitza to look big and monstrous, as long as he wants something to be there, it will be there. The second he pulls the plug, the second he turns on the lights, and you look a little bit and you see, it's only the Rebbe Nishlam, so to speak. It's not, there's nothing to be scared of. It's the Rebbe Nishlam that wants you to come close to him. It's him. It's nothing else. He's the cause and he's the effect. All of a sudden, all these big plastic things collapse into a hunk of junk. That's the way we have to look at it, and that is the Lichtigait of Hanukkah, to see who at the cause is, and what the effect is, we should be Zaycha to have a lichtige Hanukkah, to be able to see the light, and Bez HaShem, the Rebbein HaShem will send us, Brachais, Hatzlachais, Yeshuais, Refuais, Nechamais, Geulais, Smachais, Parnasses, Kalkalis, Lano, Lechal, Degaleinu, Lechal, Mishpachteinu, Lechal, Yisrael, Amen. Amen.